the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Love First Christian Center. Portions of this hour have been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Up next is Fresh Wind Radio, sponsored by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. They say persistence wears down resistance. You got to be persistent. Keep on seeking and you will find. And I like the last one. Keep on knocking. And the door will be open. What I love about this scripture, it didn't say that you open the door. It says the door will open for you. Meaning, my job is to keep on knocking. (laughs) See, I don't have to open the door. I have to be ready when the door is open. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something So I said, okay, I got off the phone. Can't do it. Holy Spirit said, call back. I said, golly, I hate feeling stupid. So I called back. I said, can I speak to your supervisor? Hmm. I said, look, lady, I don't know you don't know me. But you see, I paid for the last years. I was in the NFL. I had money. I don't have any money anymore. I'm broke down. I'm on workers' comp. But I have never been late. But I'm about to be late. Anybody had that conversation before? When you be trying to talk to them? And like they don't understand what the words are coming out of my mouth. I paid you on time, and I'm about to be late. I'm, I'm trying to tell you in advance what's about to happen. Why don't they receive that? Is that just me? It seems like you're trying to do right. So I call them. I tell them. I said, I said look, I noticed. Uh, she's like, uh, can you send me your last pay stub? I don't have a job. She said, look. <laughs> I said, look, God told me to call you. <laughs> look, I put my cards on the table. I said, look, look, he told me to call. I don't know who's supposed to do something, but I'm. She says, she said, this is crazy, but I'm going to talk to somebody. I got a call back, man. I think it was the next day. Your loan is modified to $1,900. You have no, I have no proof of income. I got nothing, y'all. And God was trying to say, Jomo, just trust me. And the challenge was I was afraid to tell the truth and ask. And there's so many times in life where God is prompting you to ask something crazy, something radical, something that make absolutely no sense. But we serve a God that makes no sense. For the Bible says his ways are higher than our ways. And the Bible says the king's heart is in God's hands and God can turn it any way he wants. And if God says yes to you, I don't care what man has said no to you because my God's yes supersedes any man's no. 
Hallelujah. Matthew 7, 7, where I'm teaching from today. Matthew 7, 7. Glory to God. So many of you have allowed one man or woman's no to change your destiny. Don't allow anyone to have that much power over who you are. But they said, I couldn't do it. I don't care what they said. What did God tell you to do? Praise the Lord. Matthew 7 says, ask and keep on asking. Notice it didn't stop at ask. It said what? Then it says, it will be given to you. Then it says, seek, and then what? No, I didn't say that. It says, keep on. The Greek word says, persistence. They say persistence wears down resistance. You got to be persistent. Keep on seeking and you will find. And I like the last one. Keep on knocking and the door will be open. What I love about this scripture, it didn't say that you open the door. It says the door will be open for you, meaning my job is to keep on knocking. <laughs> See, I don't have to open the door. I have to be ready when the door is open. So what are you saying, Pastor? You got to get busy in the waiting room. What are you saying, Pastor? In our faith walk, God will have you in rooms and hallways. And in times in your faith walk, you'll feel like you are more qualified than the line that you're in. And what God is saying while you're in line, be busy. Get your degree. Get your certification. I'm about to open your door. And when the door's open, you got to be ready. So it says, keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and the door will be open unto you. There's four S's I want to tell you about. This is how you prepare while in the waiting room. First S, serve. Second S, sacrifice. Third, submit. So, pastor, I'll break this down. Guess what? Your marriage be right if you did these four. Ooh, ooh. Serve, sacrifice, submit, and sow. Guess what? You'd be employee of the year if you did these. Oh, boy, every category you want. You want to be a good parent? That's what's going to lock them. Pastor, I don't want to submit to my kids. No, you submit to God's will and how you treat your kids. So when I'm in my waiting room, I'm positioning myself because, see, God has a door waiting for me. But while I'm waiting, I got to get myself qualified. The Bible says that Elisha asks for a double portion. And Elisha says, you got to be in the right position. That when God takes me, it will fall on you. So many times we're not in position for our breakthrough because, see, while we, we, when we should be sitting and serving, we're searching. The blessings of God will chase you down. So you got to be in position and say, you know what? I'm going to settle myself. I'm going to serve God. And God will open your door. That's why I like that scripture. It says, it didn't say you open your door. Your job is to ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. The acronym is ASK. A-S-K. So anytime you're in a dry season, ask, seek, knock. Now, I got a question. 
Does any of you have that child that does not stop asking? Raise your hand, raise your hand, raise your hand. My daughter, Jemiah, is both of them too. Jomo was really chill. He the he chill child. But Jemiah and Josiah, it's so bad, baby girl, keep headphones on. Jemiah be like, mom, 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 are we going to the mall? Are we going to the mall? Are we going to the mall? I'm, I'm sitting there listening. I said, Simon, you don't hear No, I'm chill. <laughs> I, said, I said, they're calling you. I ain't listening. They already eat. They've already eaten. So they're not hungry. There's water. There's food in the fridge. They don't, they don't need nothing from me. But guess what? It won't be long before all of a sudden Charmaine gets up and goes. I said, where are you going? I got to go Taco Bell. Jemiah want them, them tacos. I said, you going? I'm just trying to shut her. Come, come on. Do I have any parents be real? We just, I just want to shut you up, man. What do I got to do to shut you up? Just, just. But what it is, she keeps on asking. <laughs> That's my baby. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 8. Look what verse 8 says. Everyone, meaning that we all qualify for this. Who what? It does it keeps on asking receives. He who keeps on seeking finds. And him who what? Notice the keep on. Keep on. Why have you stopped? You got to keep on. What does Energizer Buddy says? It keeps going and going. and You got to keep on going and going. You have to have a mindset that I'm not going to quit because God told me yes. <laughs> you have to have this dogged, dogged mindset. The challenge sometimes, family, is we stop asking because we feel as if God is not answering. Now, you have to be mindful. James chapter 4 says this. You have not because you ask not. Okay, I like that. But look what he says here. The reason you don't receive is because you're asking with the wrong motive. Look what he said. Out of selfishness, with an unrighteous agenda. See, you're asking God for more money, but you ain't handling the money you got now. Lord Jesus, help me. Praise God, I need increase in promotion. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, do you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. 
You simply enter the access code 101804. Again, the access code is 101804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Open the windows of heaven, Lord. Pour me out a blessing. No, he's not, because you ain't handling a dollar you got now. Why would he give you more if you can't handle what you got? So then also we'll say, Lord, I need this job. And God says, you can't have this job because it's hard enough for your butt to get to church now. And if you get that job, you ain't going to never see your Look, touch your neighbor and say, I, I think he might be talking about you. I, I, I don't know, I don't know, but I think he, he might be talking about you. So, so, so often we ask God for a blessing, but God says this blessing will not help you. This blessing will take you further away from me. And I'm a jealous God. I want your attention. I want your love. So you're asking for is not in line with my will. The answer. So then I have to be mindful. Is what I'm asking for going to help God's kingdom? See, if we're talking money, more doesn't change who you are. I see people all the time get money still broke because they have a broke mentality. Yeah, you, you do the same stupid stuff you before. Praise God, you got a little money. Now you got new tattoos, dumb as a rock. Lord Jesus. You got new rims and new tattoos. That's about stupid as all get out. How you going to get? Pastor, pastor, I got a new car. I said, for real. I said, what you get, brother? I got a 2016. I said, yeah, brother. Are you still in an apartment? Yeah, why you ask? You know, sometimes you want to beat people. Now, I can't beat you, but. You got a new car and live in an apartment. How many kids you got? Well, we got four. How many bedrooms you got? Two. I'm just keeping it honest with you. You ever have somebody talk to you and say something And you look at them like, did you really say that? And I'm supposed to receive that? <sighs> Lord, help them, Jesus. So God is not going to answer a prayer that's going to take you away from him. Amen? It's hard enough to get you here. Back to Matthew 7, verse 9. Look what it says, Matthew 7 and 9. Or what man is there among you, if his son asks for bread, will instead give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a snake? Now God has shown the revelation between, you know, uh, son and father, father and mother. Verse 11. If you then, evil, sinful by nature as you are, know how to give good, advantageous gifts to your children, how much more? Will your father who's in heaven, perfect as he is, give good, advantageous gifts to those who keep on? Whoa, whoa, 
those who keep on, those who what? Everyone say keep on. So the, the, the key ingredient is keep on. <sighs> keep on asking. So my, my son was an OKC fan. If you don't know, Oklahoma City, okay, the basketball team, NBA. I got to spell it out, not everybody. Anyway, so my son was, you know, that's who he's rooting for. Obviously, they have not made it. Uh, they're at home fishing. Uh, so uh, if you don't know, Sports Authority is going out of business. So I went to the one by University Mall, and they were, they had an 80% shirt sale on uh, jerseys. Now, my son loves Durant. He loves Westbrook. So I go in there, y'all. I see the Westbrook jersey for $25. I see the Durant, $25. I saw Bosch, $25. So I bought everything I saw that was in my son's size. So we got home, and uh, my son is very, uh, he's similar to me. You can give him something. He's like, oh, praise God, thank you. It's not like, ah, oh, you know, so he don't really get that emotional. Uh, so, <laughs> So we talked to this, uh, so my wife was in the bathroom doing something with something. And I forgot if she was doing makeup or something, but she was sitting in her chair. You know how they, they had their chair anyway. And uh, I said, babe, watch what's going to happen. I said, look what I got for Jay. She's like, oh, he'll love it. I said, so, I said, Jomo, come to the bathroom. I got something for you. So uh, the first thing I did, I pulled out the Chris Bosch jersey. He said, oh, man, thanks, Dad. Appreciate it. I said, I got another one for you. Then I pull out uh, Westbrook. He said, oh. And then I, I said, you good? He said, oh, man, you the best. And I said, I got one more for you. <laughs> that dude said, he hugged me. That's my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I may say, oh, you got him to respond. <laughs> 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 the revelation, if an earthly father can give good gifts to his son, how much more can a heavenly father know how to give good gifts to his children? Because God is saying, just like you love your babies, I love you. Oh, that boy was so hype. He said, that's my <laughs> Wisdom keys, and we go, number, two, number one, number one, we must be persistent. You can't give up. Look what it says here, James 5, 16. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, can accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and has tremendous power. Question, have you put it in action yet? You have to be persistent. As I drove here this morning, I prayed for my family, and I, I prayed for my daughter, uh, interceding for her. She goes back to Duke again this week. Pastor, how often y'all go to Duke? We go a lot. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's all good. She's healed. Pastor, I don't see magnification. I don't care what you see. I have to be, look, I'm standing on the wall, and the Bible says, when you've done all the can, stand. I took a stand. It's done. It's finished. I'm just waiting for the manifestation. It's already finished. Now, you have to have a mindset about every aspect of your life. 
I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not below. It's already finished. God got my back. I seen the end of the story, and guess what? We win. So I might as well act like a winner now because I already know in the end. We walk by faith, not by sight. Number two, can't give up. Look what it says. So let us not get tired of doing what is good. I'm tired of praying, Pastor. I'm tired of fasting. I'm tired. No, no, you can't. And just at the right time, you'll reap the harvest of blessings if you don't give up. Don't, don't think you're the only one with a bad story. Don't think you're the only one that hasn't lost their job, been downsized, whatever you want to call it. They fired me. They downsized me. They removed me. They moved me, switched. Whatever the word you want to call it, you ain't making the money you used to make. No reason for a pity party. It's just a transition. And God has you in another waiting room. And you just got to prepare yourself while you wait. I close with this. Some of you may have heard the story. And if you did, just smile and act like you didn't. Uh, I have an older brother, stepbrother. I don't know how you call it. Yeah, we live in the same house for a season. My mother was trying to get herself together, and uh, she sent me to live with my father. And uh, my brother, he loved planes. And uh, what he'd do, we'd go outside when we hit a plane fly over. We lived in, in South Florida. We lived in Kendall, and then we lived in Hollywood, Florida. And we'd see the planes fly over. And John was so good at looking at planes, he would tell me what the plane is from the bottom. If it had a big stomach and four engines, a 747. Four engines, skinny stomach, 707. Three engines, the engine on the tail, that's a DC-9. That's a DC-10. So before you know it, we would look up and call the kind of plane it was. So by the time my brother graduated high school, he wanted to go to the Air Force to be a pilot. But when he got the test, he had the grades, but he did not have the eyes. Can't be a pilot, blind. Mm-hmm. No computer going to fix blind. See, he was legally blind. John had those real, he didn't have it then, but when he got older, he had really thick glasses. So with his dream being dashed, he just worked odd end jobs trying to find himself because all he ever knew was that I was going to be a pilot. It went to about 12 or 15 years. And then new technology came around called LASIK surgery. He saved up the money because he didn't have health insurance. Paid to get his eyes fixed. Then after he got his eyes fixed, he kept working the odd end jobs and started taking lessons as a pilot. Today, y'all, he's a captain for Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Why'd I tell you that? Delay does not mean denial. Yes, he's a little older to be a first-time captain. And I'm not talking about the co-pilot. I'm talking about the one that runs it. But what I realized about it is though the life told him no, he never stopped believing what God said he was. And you may have had some setbacks. You may have had some things that put you behind. But I want you to understand this. Do not get weary in well-doing. For in due 
season, you will reap what you have sown. Don't faint. Don't quit. Don't turn around. You've come too far. God's not going to leave you now. Make up in your mind that God has said yes to me. I don't care what anyone says about me. I know that I am going to be what God has called me to be. I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus who strengthened me. Favors on my life increases mine because I'm a child of the most high God. But today, family, I don't know what dream you have buried. But I'm telling you, Habakkuk 2, 2 says, write it down. Make it plain. Though it tarry, though it delays, it shall surely come to pass if you faint not. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today... You can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.